<clears throat> Hello ladies and gentlemen watching on YouTube or listening to Spotify Ad free of course Might be an ad from Spotify, I don't choose that And on YouTube sometimes when my videos get copyright claimed uh, Because my voice sounds like a diggity doo And uh, people associate that with uh, very specific music So I get copyright strike struck and then they choose if there's ads or not it's funny that the videos that get copyright struck are the videos that get the most views on my channel <laughs> that's life i guess we're not doing it for the views we're doing it to stay connected with with the fans with the people uh, that are intrigued to get a little bit of insight of what's going on in the mind of someone that is coaching in the ADC. As we're waiting for the stream to warm up, I hope you guys can enjoy this November. We are very close to December, which happens to be a birthday month for a lot of people that I know. It's a birthday month for me. Thank you very much, GS Deppy, for your subscription. Two months. That is super cool of you. Appreciate it. I just forgot to do something. So I'm gonna do it right now. Good evening, everybody. I appreciate that you guys uh, are showing up. Feels like time is flying by very fast. There's something very strange. It's like, it feels like time is flying by fast, but at the same time, I feel like this has been the longest year uh, of my life uh, in, in terms of just everything that has happened in this year. And uh, I was hoping that um, things would um, finally calm down a little bit towards... Uh, the upper end of it, but um, wasn't the case. But uh, we will eventually get to that. So I don't want to, you know, it feels bad because I, I don't think any of this belongs in, in, in the public uh, sphere. It just doesn't. I guess a good place to start is, uh, is Whippo. Whippo is uh, announced. To be in Team Liquid. I'm gonna miss Whipple. Whipple is uh, one of a kind. There's literally no one that I can really compare him to. He's a very, very unique individual. And uh, he has the type of a mind that is going to succeed in, in anything that he's going to want to do. You know? Whether one day he wants to become a coach or he wants to work on the analyst desk or he wants to play top lane jungle, you know, this this man has the mind for it, you know. No one 
that I've ever met has that level of, um, you know, post-processing power, you know? It's like, he views everything critically, you know? And um, every time, every time I, I, I had to give him something, he always paid me back like like twofold, sometimes even threefold, you know. I'm I'm really gonna miss Whippo, and I hope. Just because esports is so small, I hope that uh, we get to to work together one day, um, somehow. Who knows? I'm, you know, for anyone thinking that he's going to North America to cash out, you know, look at his goddamn roster. That is a beautiful roster. Gorgeous roster. Absolutely brilliant roster. Hans Simon moving over as well. Bjergsen coming back. Core JJ, world champion. You know, Core JJ has done so much good work for North America. And um, I'm happy that they're finally going to have a pro server. That's going to be huge for them. I think that's going to be huge for Buipo. I think, you know, him playing in North American solo queue would, would be like the biggest challenge he would have to overcome there because, you know, he, um, in the end, that takes solo queue practice very serious. Very, very serious. And I think it's the right approach. Solo queue spills over to scrims, scrims spill over to stage. And it's important to do everything that you do with a purpose, because if you have a tendency of making solo queue automatic and you just play without thought, it also crosses over to, of course, scrims too. That happens, definitely happens. Why do you think that NA is always bad, even with good rosters that would succeed in EU? So, in what what way are they bad? You know, most of the time you have you have single teams that are spearheading, you know, the movement for Europe. Uh, like like G two is the team, like G two and Fnatic. We had like singular teams that um, made the efforts of Europe outshine everything that North America ever put on the table, uh, but. You remove those teams from the equation and the results are quite similar, right? I think the key thing is that uh, the rosters are getting stronger and I think that the lower end of North America is what makes it a little bit more difficult. I feel like in, in Europe, the, the lower teams actually try to push you somehow. They're actually trying to pursue some kind of changes that make it seem like they are aspiring for something higher than just, um, you know, a potential playoff position. And that matters, right? Who are you practicing on the day-to-day, -day, your solo queue? Like, what is the environment that you get actively get to improve in? Um, it's always difficult to stay on top, right? It, it, it's really difficult to stay on top because you need to constantly find your flaws before other teams do. 
and it's much easier to to chase after someone than to stay on top uh, you see that in 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 many sports it's just the moment you're on top you get many eyes on you and uh, you know that comes with its own challenges right it's the same it's like if you watch the ufc the moment someone gets a title all of a sudden all eyes on this person and um all in all my point is that um there is more factors that push you towards improvement i feel in europe and i think north america my general feeling is that um the culture isn't in the right state of mind to to make the correct sacrifices and i imagine that there are so many things that are tempting right you have the sun shining always you have the beach you have delicious food there's so much temptation to you know stare away from from um what you gotta do and um you know with that in mind you know, the easiest way to 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 break habits is to to give yourself access to to bad ones you know you know when you open your fridge and there's some shitty ass stinky food that you're not supposed to be eating the access to it makes it so much easier it's the same thing with with cigarettes or, or anything else right it's like access definitely makes it easier so all in all i feel like th there is there is some kind of you know progression there is some kind of progression i feel for north america and i think there are players so important players that are pushing regions forward they got a taste of perks they got to get whip on now ko jj is one of those players bjergsen is one of those players you know like it's important to have role models uh, for for players within regions that's so so important and then that inspiration needs to flow through all the way to the bottom uh, and you know always in in some shape or form you do get to see a region's strength through a team uh, that because they represent the region and they came up from there they practice against the other teams and they fought against the other teams but i imagine for north america it it, it makes no sense for the top teams to scrim with maybe the lower teams i'd imagine that there is some element of you know bubbles scrim bubbles because that's how i would naturally like progress in in such a server it's like at some point if you team liquid what benefit w would you have if you are scrimming against now i don't want to throw a team against under the bus but let's say you scream against a fly quest or or a potential you know golden guardians or let's say dignitas i think that's probably the best example a dignitas and that also you know is important but all in all i just wanted to you know mention whipple you know god bless him i'm i think that uh, he's gonna do good he's for sure gonna do good Would you like to react on the Adam Upset thingy? You know, my end is just... There is very little to gain in taking, like, private matters public. It's like, everything that we went through together as a team, we went through privately. And any form of resolution that anyone would want, the best way 
is is privately because the the collateral damage and and, and the pain that that comes with it is just so so disturbing because no matter what right no matter what there is no way no one's going to no one's going to be able to understand what we went through as a team we spend so many hours together and only the people within the team know that context that's why it's so important to be able to you know have an environment where everything that you do is kept private and solved within that circle because no one else has the context that we have we shared our best moments and we shared our worst moments and in a world where let's say only moments of my own personal weakness would be showcased to the world how that would be framed would also be quite bad so in my end you know i i really didn't like that that adam went went public i tried very hard throughout the year to you know work towards you know something that where we keep things within the team but of course, it, in in my mind, what occurred is is very tough to prepare for, and I don't know if there was you know any words that would make everyone involved feel okay with what went down, because at the end of the day, you know, it it, it was tough for everybody, you know, it just that the the League of Legends esports world is is so small and its history is so small and. I just believe as as insiders we have an obligation to just not invite speculation or like assumptions to like taint either its past or its future because I read a lot of the comments it's like why didn't this happen why didn't that happen why didn't this happen it's just none of you know none of no one out there knows what we went through as a group no one knows what we did and trying to put it into words in a tweet longer is not going to make anyone understand the full context. I can tell you guys this, right? Something that I already said. I agreed with the reasons given to me for, for Elias Zapacho. I agreed, you know? Like, I, I pride myself on, on knowing my players, and he gave me enough information to support him 100% in his decision. 100%. I tell you this. During the World's Wool Camp, I guess it started, you know? Uh, Elias did in fact share with the team that he's going through like a rough time and he, he asked everyone for, for the support, right? And uh, we tried our best to accommodate for each other, right? Because we're a team, right? Like it, it was clear to everyone that he was going through like a really shitty time. And um, he saw, like of course we communicate, we, we all saw a world where he's going to, to fight through it, you know, and get to the point where where uh, he, he would play, right? 
and something that neither he or I could prepare for happened on the day that he left. That's why it was shocking to everyone. It was shocking to him too, right? We couldn't have prepared for it. We understood there was a situation that was hard, but something on that day pushed it over the edge, right? And forgive me, I need to be very careful with how I speak, you know? Very careful. And on that day, you know, I made sure that I asked all the right questions, I believe. I made sure that this is the decision to make for Elias with him, right? I made sure of it. To the best of my ability, I asked him all the questions that I believe needed to be asked so he understands the decision he's making, you know? And I fully support his decision. And then eventually after this, you know, after we had, you know, hours and hours of, of, of conversation about this topic, uh, we met with the rest of the players and the staff and he explained, you know, he explained to the other players that why he cannot share, even though he would like to. Like, he, he, he explained that. He shared that his loved ones are going through ex extreme, intense suffering, and he, that he couldn't take it anymore, you know? That this was the decision he had to go, he had to go back home to, to be there, you know? And I echoed that sentiment, said it to everyone, and I echoed the sentiment that, you know, this is a decision that had to be made, that I supported, you know, in, in, in group with everybody. Afterwards, I introduced that um, Bean is going to play, and I shared any additional context I could uh, to the players in, in group and also uh, individually uh, to the best of my ability because obviously I'm not going to break confidentiality. You know, this is a courtesy that I extend to every single one of my players. You know, I need to protect them. Due to the nature of the situation we were put in, right? I, I understand, like, I understand that what was said, maybe for some that are involved, it's not enough. And they have a right to feel that way, you know? It's like if someone after this, because opposite chooses to keep his own privacy, if, if a player says, yo, I, I don't feel comfortable playing with you without knowing, that's that's a choice they can make, right? And as an organization, as, a, as his coach, I chose, I support his decision, right? And I understand anyone else feeling some type of way because sometimes some explanations, some words are just not enough. No matter what, having your teammate leave 12 hours before, no matter what the reason is, it can be extremely painful for what you worked for, right? Sometimes words just can't be enough. Sometimes they aren't enough. That's why, to some degree, I have some understanding for the situation. But the key difference here, right, is... Like, Elias has every right to his privacy, but... 
even more so in a case where he has to protect other people's privacy. So I can say that every player on my team, I trust them, right? But there's an extension of trust. I, let's say someone tells me a secret. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to go tell everyone that I trust with that secret. When that secret extends past just myself, why making excuses when leaving the 12 hours before for a girl? Nobody denied what Adam said. Yeah, we all denied it. We said it. Everyone says it's fucking serious. He wouldn't leave for petty reasons. I said it in the initial thing. I said that I supported this decision. I said that he, it, he made the right decision. I wouldn't support the decision if it, if it was for petty reasons. And everything, like, it, it has been said, okay? So the key thing, what I wanted to say is, I saw Doublelift's reaction to it that, you know, a team is, you're on a boat and whatever affects everyone else, it's it's important that they understand, right? I, I, I get that, right? And And we functioned in this capacity. But imagine a friend of yours tells you a secret, okay? And that secret affects you in some shape or form. And then it affecting me affects someone else. For me, I, I don't have the right to choose to divulge that secret, even though maybe I trust people, right? Because there is an extension that is longer than just me. It's not only his privacy, it's other people's privacy. So it wasn't Elias' choice alone, right? And that distinction is important. That distinction is very important. You know, I know many secrets that people come to tell me, right? I know many, many secrets. Many, many secrets. And it's my job to to keep them, right? And it, But it doesn't mean that the moment I trust someone that I'm going to divulge those secrets, even though I trust them. So this extension of trust... That's the difference maker here. You know, I I am very unhappy about the fact that it went public. I'm very unhappy about the fact. You know? It's like, there is no amount of words that you can put in a tweet longer that make people understand the full context of what we went through. Nothing. There's no way. So trying to solve anything publicly is, is always the wrong decision. Always. It involves people that have nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it at all. 
like the amount of things that I that I read was, oh, why didn't this happen? Why didn't they do this? Why wasn't this said? It's like you have no fucking clue. You have no idea. And I understand that Adam is, is frustrated, you know, with, with how things went down, but, you know, I support the decision, you know? I'm not saying this for people to get angry at, at Adam or angry at anyone. I'm so sick and tired of this that I even, you know, regret even talking about it. Uh, I, I, this is extremely exhausting and tiring. And for me, I, I, I feel I feel like I, I, I failed everything, you know. And then in regards to, to off-season things, right? It's like, I, like this is also a, a harsh lesson, okay? For for people to, to understand how, how off-seasons are, are ran, right? It's like, Fnatic and hopefully every other org in the system is, is always going to do everything in their power to position themselves as, as good as possible uh, for, for the next season. There's a responsibility for the investor, there's a responsibility for the fans, there's a responsibility for everything, right? Like, Fnatic has has to, of course, do everything in their power to position themselves as good as possible for the next season. That's what it is, right? You have to do it for the people actively involved in the project, you have to do it for the fans, you have to do it to respect your own values. You need to do, with conviction... The decisions that you believe are going to give you the best chances in competition. And that's that's everywhere, okay? That's everywhere. That's that's just I hope every organization operates under these values, okay? And on our end, it's like Most of seasons, not on our own, like generally speaking, most of seasons are cruel and, and vicious. And as I mentioned, you know, ev every team is going to do what's best for them. Loyalty between, I, I can tell you guys, generally speaking, esports, loyalty between organizations and players is so rare. Like it's, in this industry, is so rare. And... Like, most long-lasting relationships between players and organizations are due to it being just mutually beneficial. Just just look at the esports scene, okay? And look at the big names that you associate with organizations, okay? And you can see that rarely there is any loyalty, you know? It's like... Bjergsen TSM, right? There's, there's, um, there's uh, Fnatic and Reckless. There's Perks and, 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 and G2. There's so many examples 
of this just being relationships that are mutually beneficial for as long as both parties feel that way. Yeah, T1 Faker is probably the only most rare example, right? Faker is... How, how lucky are we that Faker is the face of esports? Imagine we had some John Jones type that would like hit, like hit people with a car and just, uh, just fucking peace out and just go crazy, you know? It's like, <laughs> we are so blessed that we have uh, Faker as the face of esports. And in the end, it's a business, right? It's a business. And, you know, Fnatic, we, we take player opinion into account. And the natural progression of any player being signed is that, oh, they're going to talk with, with, with players that are going to be actively involved in the offered roster. So let's say an organization talks to player X. And it's like, oh, player X, we have player Y and Z. We're going to... We're going to uh, talk. Uh, we have some extended talks. Maybe you can talk to our player Y and Z, and you can get a few for yourself. You know, what do you think? And that's just a natural progression, you know. And and for me to see that, you know, people are oh, this player backstab this player in the back. Like it's come on, guys. Every player in the scene has opinions about other players. That's that's just it, you know. It's just absurd, you know. And the same on my end, it's like the the changes. What 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 changes Fnatic is going to make? Obviously, are not announced. But I support the upcoming changes. And I do, in fact, believe that this is going to, you know, position us to have the highest chance to succeed in the next year. It's like I will still support. Any players that I have shared history with and a part of me hopes that they come back and that they prove me wrong, right? I sincerely hope that players that I share history with come back and prove me wrong. I hope so. Maybe there's a detail that maybe I missed, you know? Maybe I could be wrong, and that's fine, right? That's why I say an organization is making the decisions that they believe is going to position them the best possible way for a season. And that's it. And I can tell you guys from my personal experience, you know, esports is just ruthless. That's just most businesses are, right? Like, I, I was fired from Vitality. You know, the only position I ever got fired from was in Vitality. And that happened. I don't feel any grudges towards Vitality. You know, I'm very grateful that I got the opportunity to play there. Two and a half years, great memories. We managed to accomplish great things together. You know, God bless them. They made the decision that ma that they believed put them in the best possible position to succeed in the next year, right? That's the decision they made. And that's what happened with many players, Svenskeren, Jezuke, Niski. There's teams that believe, these organizations, the GMs, they believe that this is how they're going to have 
the best possible uh, position to succeed. And from outside, sometimes we can we can laugh at it, you know. And sometimes we get shocked. Maybe they see something you don't. And I have an obligation to whatever team that I'm on to be be honest and then do the things that I believe are going to make my my team succeed. And in that, of course, I, pro- I try my best to protect my players. And that's it. But sometimes, of course, you just got to be honest. I don't think there's anything more to add on on the whole um, topic. Hey, Nelson. I feel like just a statement could have eased the situation for the fans. What, what statement? There was already a statement. There was a statement with all of the information that wanted to be released. I spoke in Legends in Action. And the interactions between the players, you guys don't know it. You will never, ever know the context. You know, imagine I have 11 years of experience in esports and I never went, you know, I never went rogue and just started talking, you know. I never did. But genuinely, right, we announced that Adam is leaving and I, I genuinely hope that he, he finds success in what, what, what he does, does next. I genuinely... Hope so. I think he I think he has potential. You know, keep in mind, you know, Adam Adam is nineteen years old. He had a crazy year for himself, you know. He 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 had a, a massive challenge and, and he did his best, you know, in the way he could and he felt like things ended unfairly and you know, he has a right to, to feel that way. And hopefully this year comes with a lot of great experience for him, great lessons and I'm excited to compete against him, you know? I um, hope to stay in touch with him, and I uh, I hope, I still hope that there is some kind of resolution, you know? Uh, I, I really hope that there is some kind of resolution that doesn't involve the public here, uh, because I believe the biggest issue here is just misunderstanding and just just a disconnect on on everyone's perspective
But nevertheless, I urge everyone to just understand that you won't understand and accept that. It's so easy to try to fill any gaps of your information with, with wild guesses, but you're in no position to... to make those assessments. You're just not. And I'm just, I'm just sorry that it came out this way. Uh, I, re I really am. But there's, there's a line where I feel maybe I, I can't blame myself because it's like, I, I, I'm in the habit of always blaming myself. It's just something that I've accepted that this is how I get better at what I do. I, um, I, um, I always blame myself. No matter what goes down, I always blame myself. It's just natural, right? And I've come to terms with that because I couldn't change it, but in, 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 instead I embraced it. And, um, and it just, the situation, like with what occurred, sometimes what you can say is not enough. But okay. There, there's no, there's no blame to give here. It's really just like genuinely, guys. Twitter and 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 it's just not real life. It just really isn't. It's like all manners of how people act socially and all you know inhibitions that we have when we are socializing. They are all, like, gone. They're just out of the window. The amount of shit that people have said to me on Twitter that... That no one would ever dare to say in my face. It's... It's it's crazy. It truly is crazy. <sighs> That's why I'm That's why on my end, I, I don't feel anything. Yeah? T Twitter t it really doesn't reflect how real life is. It's the same. It's like we're always told. Can you reveal the reason in the future? No. I will... Like, if someone points a gun to my head, shoot me. I will never break confidentiality.
Uh, that that also doesn't help, right? It's just people don't understand the gravity of situations unless they're actually people don't understand the gravity of any situation that is publicized on Twitter unless they are actively, you know, in, in involved in it. So it's so easy to be the one you know, memeing about it to get some likes because this is what Twitter is. You're supposed to farm likes, make memes, and, you know, there's a lot of collateral damage in that. So we finished Arcane. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched Arcane. Arcane was a beautiful piece. It was, was gorgeous, man. Arcane is great. Arcane is just oof, very happy. Loved Arcane. Loved Arcane. Truly did. It, it's, it's, it, it was so gorgeous. I feel like they are so inspired by Studio Ghibli, the Fortiche. The Fortiche people, you know. The music. Riot Games and their music, you know. Fucking love it. But I feel like I needed maybe three more episodes. It's just... But... Either way... Fuck, man. I just... As an art student, I don't see the parallel between Ghibli and Fortiche, and I loved Arcane. Well, the, the key thing for me is... Right? Is... What Studio Ghibli do is... Is that every frame is very unique and interesting. It's just that... That, that level of quality where you can... Pause and just... Take a look. And every frame is just gorgeous. Every frame is just gorgeous. I can tell you guys now that I, I, part of me regrets even talking anything, but I felt the need to because I've been mentioned a lot, right? So I felt the need to clarify some things, but from now on, I will not speak about this anymore. I will consider this matter done. And in private, I'll try to do as much as I can to, to, to solve it. But we're done. The chapter's done. We move on. So once again, Arcane, right? Arcane... So basically, the, I wanted to talk about... I forgot what I was talking about. I wanted to do the comparison with Ghibli, right? So Ghibli, it's like you can pause at any point and you can see the effort in every frame that they put in, right? And I feel like Fortiche was like, yo, we need to fucking be at that level. Because the whole animation is just gorgeous, right? It's very nice. 
the story was nice. I felt the char- I felt the dialogue was very powerful. I felt like the dialogue was never wasted. It's just there was very little waste in this show, which I thought was cool. Very cool. It's like, where did we waste time? We didn't waste time with anything. Like some shows, a character shows up, he dies, and we never hear from him again. Even the characters that died, they were in Jinx's mind, right? Which is whew, really cool. It's just that didn't, they didn't waste any screen, they didn't waste any sound, and that to me is just, I judge it based on quality. Because of course, everything is subjective, everything is very subjective, and I can understand why maybe someone doesn't like it, that's completely fine, but for me, just the, the, the quality, right? Quality of sound choice, dialogue choice, of screen, and, and character building was super, super high. What is the one character you want to see in Arcane Season 2? I hope we get to see Swain. I want to see Swain, Darius. Like, um, I, I hope that we get Noxus involved. Because we got a little teaser with uh, the Medarda family. You know, we got a little teaser. I hope they continue with this. Because, like, like Swain... Thing is, Jin, Jin is g- great. It's a fantastic character. But how does he have any context in the story? At as far as I know, in in accordance to the lore, I can't see the connection. I also I'm not sure about what the timelines are. I I really don't know what the timelines are. Agaonia was also super cool. That's what I thought, right? I was like, yo. This this lady that uh, uh, General Medarda wanted to to kill, right? I I thought she that was like is that Irelia? Is that Irelia's daughter or mother or cousin or something? Yes, I'm. I'm streaming. Could you give me a coffee first? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna roll it here on the ground. Okay, you can pick it up. You won't be seen. You won't be seen, Andrew. It's fine. Oh, it's it's a bit further. <laughs> a bit, a bit towards the door. There you go. Yay. And it's like. Ionia, I understand that Noxus, like, enslaved them or something, and, like, Irelia wants to break free, right? And so forth. I hope we get to, to see it. Sona or Misfortune would be hot. <laughs> that's that's, what, that's why, why you're so mad, loser, once. He wants hot characters. <laughs> <laughs> just he wants rule 34 content you can hear the bracken screaming when the crystal blow up so they aren't changing that lore yeah like, that could be interesting it's just I don't know if uh, we're gonna have the, the scanner lore or not there's not even any dominion 
I like that the women aren't hypersexualized though. It's refreshing. No. Except the mother of uh, <laughs> Miss Medartha. It's fucking coming out of the mud pool. Jana is on? I thought she was Piltover. Uh, there's many great opportunities, but I believe that like what we should expect is a follow-up on the current story, right? I think anything else is not going to happen. It's like, as you can see in... Basically, as you can see in, in most movies, it's like by the time you invest in something in terms of the marketing and so forth, they just stick to it. They just grab it by the balls and tell him that they love it. It's like we have a female version of the Ghostbusters. We have Oceans 18. We have so many movies that are just following a same, like the, 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 the same marketing scheme, right? It's like the Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe, right, is, is building off of the same marketing because everything is connected somehow, right? It's just the same thing is going to happen with Arcane. Arcane is going to be just like the, the next season, the next episodes for, for the coming years is just all going to be about what we saw. Because there's no point in investing so much into educating people and to market it to then start over with a different concept. It just doesn't make sense financially, I believe. Fucking Fast and Furious. How many Fast and Furious do we have, man? Let let Paul Walker rest in peace, man. Fucking every time is, is the same. And I'll, I'll do anything for family. Vin Diesel. I'll do anything for family. Your family. Your family. Well, Mundo is uh, Mundo is actually not a doctor. Yeah. Family. I like Tokyo Drift. Not gonna lie. Well, we see the Marocan story in Hollywood. Oh. Could be, man. Hmm.
Next season, who knows? Who's going to be on Fnatic next season? Hmm. Will Yamato Cannon be on Fnatic? Hmm. Who's going to be on Fnatic? Hmm. 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 I wonder who. Honestly, I think I need to shave. Like, I should probably buy a razor. I was watching Grubby play Warcraft 3 early. He was playing Orc. You guys know when there was. Um, basically, in, in World of Warcraft, there's like different types of beings like beasts beasts undead there's one more i keep forgetting it ah shit there's like one there's like beasts and then there's undead and then there's spirits like elemental and then there's like one school where like the dwarves belong to, the gnomes, the tauren, the the pandas. What was the name of this? Ah. Can't remember. Murlocs too, Murlocs. Hmm. Murlocs, Nagas, Are they, pff, it's crazy, you know, it's like the world has gone so far in the direction that as I read out the word Nagas, I got scared. <laughs> Queen Ajara can get it though, Lemao, he just, he just put that out there like that. When can we expect roster announcement? Guys, does it look like... Do you realize how many people are working on Fnatic? Like, I don't fucking know when they're going to make the announcements. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Hmm... <laughs> If you only knew, I'd sacrifice my beating heart before. So anyone who's been watching um, the Chess World Championship? The Chess World Championship is truly, truly something. I've been waiting for this for so long, but we got two draws so far. 
Game one was boring as fuck. Hmm. How about Wheel of Time series? I heard that the Wheel of Time is supposed to be a magnificent book. I believe Mitch told me that. Mitch, 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 Mitch. 12 draws again. It's actually 14 games of classical chess. This is where you can listen to a nice deep voice. I believe so, my friend. Who are you cheering for? Well, I am a Magnus Carlsen fan. But if Janne Pomnishi wins, then I'll be happy too, because it's gonna make Magnus Carlsen unleash. Is this only classical or bullet two? I believe they're playing classical, and then they're gonna play rapid if everything ends in a draw. Can you re-vod review the chess game? Bro, mere vod reviewing, it's like... It's like a silver, what are we doing, LEC? Like, what, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? I have to admit, I actually bought NFTs. I bought NFTs. Maybe it was a turbo grief. Probably it was. Probably was a grief. Probably was a grief. I just had an opportunity to be an early mover. So I just went. Went for it. You guys want to see my NFTs? Let us screenshot. Okay, I'm going to let you screenshot. Don't support that shit, man. <laughs> Aren't they ecologically damaging? Pfft. Bro. <laughs> Alright. So these are my NFTs. I'm just checking it out. I'm not revealing some information. I got some monkeys. About, about five monkeys. But yeah, I don't feel I don't feel good about publicizing them because it's like I, I don't want anyone to get inspired to do the same. Consider your tokens fungied. Make it your profile picture. That's the thing. I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to be the guy who like promotes it. I can I can say here on stream, oh I can say on stream, yo, I I bought some NFTs just to to dabble and um and I um um yeah. I'm okay with losing it all. Every single coin that I spent on these monkeys these chronos chimps um i don't mind if it just disappears into the toilet 
someone please explain to me what's a non-fungible token basically the idea is that you hold a digital art and you have the authentic piece is the same imagine you're holding a mona lisa you could watch look at a picture of the mona lisa but looking at the real one is supposed to feel a little bit different right that's the idea that you own the original and everything else is just a picture of it which is yeah that's uh, might be super silly look at that is really stupid because maybe it is <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's the dumbest decision I ever made. Is the object itself that has value, not the image of it? Yes, that's what I try to explain. But obviously, I I have a monkey brain. You got five of them writers and five players on a lol team. Yes. Send link to your monkey. No, I don't want to send link to my monkey. I think we we're good. Gucci Hilly is an NFT, really? Fucking Sam Matthews. Fucking selling Hilly NFTs already. Get a six one for the monkey streaming right now. Yeah. True. True, true, true. Do you know something in Bulgarian? Like Zdrave? I don't know too much in Bulgarian, sadly. Stock up on Bitcoin instead. I I don't like too much talking about my crypto investment because I don't want anyone to go out there and to to um to do random shit you know it's like oh your model said you do this no 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 it's like i am not educated enough to talk about it publicly hilly will teach you <laughs> i taught hilly actually but <laughs> Yamato told me to sell my house and flip it on Squidcoin. Now I am homeless. Got many Metaverse coins? No, but maybe it's a mistake. I've considered it. Can you sing opera?
I wish... I wish I knew how to do Mongolian throat singing. <laughs> That's Master E.W. <laughs> but the real question of value is who is your favorite Pokemon? I really, really love Lugia. I love Tyranitar. I love Charizard. I love Blastoise. I love Gengar, Snorlax. Togekiss Shiny Gyarados Shiny Gyarados Hmm I actually have my full Pokemon collection right here Like I can just grab like expensive stuff It's like here Look at this sealed Look at this sealed beauty Look at that beauty. Beauty, booty, beauty. This is sealed, baby. I have a sword and shield one here. What else do we have here? Oh, this is nice. Yeah, Alakazam is a gangster, man. So we, I have this too. This is a shiny, uh, not shiny, this is EV Heroes, the Japanese EV collection, limited edition. Look at that. Gorgeous. I, I don't know, did anyone play Tibia? Did anyone play Tibia? And uh, this this box reminds me of the old school Tibia background. It really does. I never open shit because I am never ever fucking lucky, man. Never am I ever fucking lucky, man. But anyhow. I don't really... Hmm. I kind of wanted to make this episode because, you know, I wanted to say some words on the topic of... of uh, of Adam and Elias too, and hope that it's over now, you know? But I also wanted to invite every one of you to uh, the Yamarca and Battlecruisers Discord because my intention is to review... So basically, I made a couple of new channels, so I want to interact with you guys more and have, you know, and, and give back to the community somehow. So... I wanted to review basically a lot of people constantly ask me, how do I get a job? Like how, how do I become a coach? How do I get a job in esports? What do I do? 
And I always say, do some work. And I wanted to offer you guys the opportunity for me to review your work and give you guys honest feedback on what you can improve on and what you can do better. And I also wanted to extend this to players. Players that have like a moment in the game that they don't know how to review or don't know how to improve from or they are uncertain. I wanted to offer you guys an opportunity to, to send. Um, send it in, okay? So basically, you open up This Is It. I'm going to give you guys all the, the, the invite right now. Do a little invitation. Never generate new link. Copy. So basically, we have this one. Okay. So this is the Discord. This is the Discord link. And under this is it, you can see a channel called Anything, which is for anything. Advice, where you can ask for advice. And then rate my analysis. Rate my analysis. And then review my gameplay, where hopefully you can add um, a piece of Loki.gg, put it up there, rock and roll, I'll give you feedback. Rate my analysis, same thing, send in your work, and boom, we're going to be good. Advice, anything, just send it in. I need some goddamn activity on my Discord because we gonna transform this into a hub for people to get better. And hopefully we can create an, a, a space where people help each other. That is my dream. That is my hope and my dream. And also it's pretty cool to have like your own active Discord. I'm kind of jealous of Pete and the Fanatic Fight Club. Would be nice. <laughs> Sorry. I'm yawning. Hmm. Yo, Pete, do you want to do a queue? I believe it's time to do a queue. You want a duo? You want a queue? Anyone out there that wants to buy my fool? I'm in a TFT. You mean NFT? Yeah, green name means you're gangster. I can buy it. Have you seen my CSGO inventory? I have 9 million net worth. <laughs> nice. Anyhow. Go my dashboard. 
how do I like split? I'm like, yeah, this is this is it, and now I want to move on to the next point. It's like I want to cut the stream. Cut the stream. How to cut the stream? Cut the stream. 